back to Sextras. Where we talk about sex and all the extras. I'm Honey. I'm Maria. And I'm Maria's mum. <laughs> and what's your name? Also Maria. Also Maria. Yeah. Fun fact. I actually hate that when people find out my mum's name, they're like, oh, you have the same name. Because I hate those families. I hate those families whose mums and children have the same name or like the dad and the kids, even but though it's our not family. The same name. I know, but my name isn't actually Maria, just for all the listeners, all the non-real ones even, yeah. that weren't listening listening in season one when I said that as a fun fact, mm-hmm. that my name is actually not Maria. Maybe we should bring back fun facts in season three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like alternate the zones of fun facts <laughs> in each season. Um, okay, yeah. So speaking what, of, so yeah. Speaking of, what, what zone are you in? I think more or less green one. Okay. Very going with the flow. Mm-hmm. Nice. Seem curious a bit. Yeah, <laughs> excited but very very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Maria. Um I'm probably I'd say I'm in the green zone. Yeah, just going with the flow as well. I'm going to Paris this weekend for my boyfriend's dad's wedding so that will be really cute i'm quite excited for that so yeah things are good how about you hun i think i'm green as well triple green triple green (laughs) love it the vibes are looking up yes (laughs) it's summertime the sun is shining no more blue zone my mum listens to every episode guys you know she's the big our biggest fan essentially so yeah should we get into it? I, Let's get into yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, so maybe we should start with how you felt when you when I told you that I was that we were starting this podcast. <laughs> Coming for from my culture and everything, it was a bit shocking because even just for the word sex, for me it's just like <gasps> like, oh my god. Uh-huh. What are they gonna speak about or what is this about and but more in a place of ignorance and fear than Mm. really knowing what what was going to be so it was surprising but at the same time exciting because probably how 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 you dare to to speak about it you know like all these fears that come along in my thoughts and stuff but very curious and and also i thought it was really brave so oh, for me it was it was i mean that very very brave to to just be able to speak about it very openly and so yeah Okay. So, can you tell us a little bit more about you growing up? Like, what what kind of ideas you had about sex? And you, you said, you know, uh-huh. from my culture, just hearing the word sex, like, well, where did that come from? at all. I mean, nothing at all. It was very punished. It was very... You don't even speak about the word. I mean, mm. not even sex or anything else the only thing that that we had was the typical you know education in school that it was really basic and very religious oriented so it was like okay this is like this and this and this and this but uh you are not you are not allowed to do any of this because Uh. you have to get married and and then you 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 can have sex the sex is only for having kids Mm. and in a only if you get married mm. you you are allowed to have sex or 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 i mean not not even speaking about pleasure or whatever it was really really punished and really really a very bad and dirty and all these adjectives mm. and very traumatized actually mm. because nothing was really clear you will never talk about it in school was really basic and you hardly understood whatever yeah because you went to a like a school with nuns didn't you yes but not at the beginning but uh half of my middle school so it was the same whenever i started to change and everything 
everything started to to develop obviously nothing i mean mm. no even that my mom didn't think about the same at all she struggled a lot because she wasn't never never agreed with the kind of education or the things they were telling us in school mm. or even religiously speaking she was oh, i mean totally in the opposite direction but at the same time she she need to fit in also mm-hmm. so uh even if she if she was complaining all the time with school and they didn't like her at all i mean nothing changed she never i mean they both of my parents they never sit me down and tell me the talk or anything they didn't explain anything to me that was very i mean a surprise but i i have to say of my mom because i think she didn't have the the words or mm-hmm. how to explain so she she make sure that we had the information mm-hmm. in a way of uh every summer we used to go to california and we went to summer school and she specifically put us in in mental health i think it was health and then another of addictions and things so we can we can see the world like that mm. that was her way of of showing me at least mm. of of what was about all the birth control methods and a little bit of opening of my mind but without my dad knowing <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was just like okay, you went to your health classes and you know all summer, and you you see all the birth control, all the birth control that existed in that time, even also with drugs, with alcohol, with everything. She made sure that we had all the information in her way, but not sitting with me or explaining to me mm. nothing. But I think I think it was a good thing because otherwise my world would turn out to be really narrow and 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 closed off and closed off because that were our beliefs i mean all my friends obviously never and and i remember very well after this summer of these lessons that she said never speak about your summer to anyone <laughs> not to your friends not to your dad nothing that you learn never because then everyone is going to start looking at you very strange oh wow so she said no so just keep it you know learn it but uh but don't share it with anyone not mm-hmm. even with your friends because everyone is going to start looking at you like like a mm-hmm. whore or something like that because it was that extreme yeah wow. did so you didn't talk to even like your friends growing up about sex or anything like that it was just no no because because if i started talking about i was uh, i mean i was a very introvert girl and uh i didn't i i didn't like to share many things and i think it was kind of part of of incro- in uh incongruencia um like not being congruent, congruent. yeah <laughs> and and that everyone w- will start looking at me and i didn't want that So I was really to myself. So the experiences I have at the beginning was for myself. But my friends, I could never spoke about anything. I mm. mean, what we shared was maybe I kiss him or he kiss me and what kind of kiss was that was like wow, <laughs> no? Or or okay, they they talk about maybe base one, base two. But I mean, never, I mean, home run was like <laughs> the slot, you know? I never, I never, <laughs> I never judge friends that came to me or say things, for example. I was really reserved and actually I was a very good listener in that part because I never said you shouldn't do that or, or you know, never to my friends. Mm. And I wasn't, I wasn't that adventurous either. But because I suppose I was more afraid also. And and I didn't really care if they think about me anything. Mm-hmm. But I didn't let them think anything. So, yeah. 
I see. Do you think that your friends had like the same questions as you or did they not even think to ask the questions because it was just like so normal that that was how sex education was? I don't think, I think they had many, many questions mm. as me, less than me because I, at least I had information, Yeah. but I, I didn't share it with anyone. I knew in a way, but they were very judgy. I mm. mean, you couldn't say any, anything because even if you trust the friend, you could never trust the friend. Mm. I mean, for me, it was really hard. And it was more important because I was in a girl's school. So the, the relationship is be between girls and it was a mess. The yeah. drama. <laughs> it really, no, no. For me, it wasn't really, uh, I mean, appealing. I, I didn't have a very good time mm. in my prep school or even, um, I don't know, later, until I got to uni, got liberated because... It was like a gossip. It was a hell in the whole mm. thing. Even you got judged even of do, of not saying anything. Mm. I mean, because I, I used to have a group of men, only men, my brother in it. That was my group of friends and they were all boys. Mm. So I was used to being around and everything. And for me, it was very normal. And also they, they let me out, let me go out very young mm. because I was really responsible and, uh, I, and because I was going with my brother all the time and they trust my dad trust me more than my brother so uh, and and they were they were jealous all the time so they even if I spoke to one of the boyfriends at that time for example one once happened they started making gossips about me that I was trying to to nick to the boyfriend of the him. yes even only for saying hello oh my god and i was just like okay mm. nah it's not worth the drama no and because i was one of the few that had a boyfriend very young uh, also my first bro boyfriend was at 14 and i didn't spoke about my boyfriend mm. they they had to ask me because i didn't want them to know anything yeah because of the judgment and the whole thing and the gossip and it was horrible Mm. The, your reputation was in 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 stake or whatever yeah so how did how did those things that you grew up with and experienced kind of make you think about the way that you wanted to like teach your teach us about it teach your kids teach us about sex and relationships and well f first of all i wanted to break the whole thing of 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 not speaking about it in, mm. a, in a way because I wanted to break totally that, that part. I wished my mother speak about these kind of things. I always wondered because my, my mom, I can imagine she was a very happy woman. I mean, not happy. It's, it was cheerful and, and she went out every night. She worked. She was a very independent woman. Mm. And I and she was really good looking, so I I always wonder like oh my god she had she must had a lot of 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 men going you know <laughs> for her and but she never spoke about others because I I I don't know I don't know even even if I ask her because I was really curious like mom talk me about your ex boyfriends or. Who else? And, and, and she always answered things like, oh, no, I, 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 I didn't like to have boyfriends. I, I had many friends <laughs> because I could go out and I didn't have to stay with one at a time. And, but uh, I always wondered what else, trying to f answer my questions in a way, but she, she never did. Mm. And, and uh, we never had that kind of talks and I was really curious because I was falling in love all the time, all the time. And I was really, really active in, the, in that space. I was always in love and in love with the one and the second and the third one. And, the, and I mean, and, and, and my mom was like, no, I just your dad, you're just your dad. No. And then because the path I choose to follow, I didn't want you guys to have the same impression 
And for me, it was a curiosity with my mom. And I wished that my mom would guide me in a, in a better way mm-hmm. in that sense, not, not like the book. No. So that's why for me, it was important to open up these subjects, these themes, mm-hmm. especially about relationships and especially about the emotion of feeling, falling in love. Not only, I mean, the sex part, let's say, because for me it was kind of dodgy and even traumatic in a way. So for me, it was important that you had the whole picture. Mm-hmm. But because I don't know. And, and I wanted to speak more openly about sex because I had that gap. I was, I was willing to be open and to learn things. And, and that's why I think it was important. I knew that we, we needed to have the chat or whatever. I knew that you knew more than me, obviously. But for me, it was more important the hard part. Mm. as always has been more more the emotional part than the physical part mm. so for me it's really interesting to to see how you speak and explore and and it's very natural for me it's very difficult <laughs> still so yeah <laughs> yeah so because uh, i don't remember like ever talking about sex <laughs> or anything like that until I don't know I wasn't one of those kids that like when I got my period because I remember you were saying when you got your period you 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 didn't even know what it was um so I definitely knew what it was and you had definitely talked to me about it so periods and like puberty and all of those things but like nothing really about sex but I do remember you gave me these books and and things and like it said all about it do you remember those books? I brought them to school. Yeah, once. I remember the books. <laughs> yeah. But did you like did you talk about relationships and stuff when you still lived in Mexico or was it like when you moved to the UK that you talked about it together? Cuz obviously Maria was older at that point, but so that would have influenced it, but like with Jose and stuff. Oh no. No. Yeah, do you feel like your attitudes changed when you moved? To the UK. Of course. Totally. No, everything opened up and it was it was freely to speak about it. Mm. And and I that's why I was more worried about the values and the heart and the emotions than than because the physical part you will you will get it. Mm. Mm. That I, I couldn't show you or teach you anything. Mm. But the the other part was more to care about. Mm. more mm. more for me to care about that mm. you had the a nice impression about love and what is falling in love and all the what brings because for me i mean the the sexual part i mean the the physical part for me wasn't not important at all mm. because i had to put a blind on my eyes and said no like no Mm. So I focus more in that part, but the only thing I can teach you or I, I'm not teach you, give you was was more that part of, of the heart, mm. of the emotion or, or the talking about emotions, feelings mm. and all over around. No, mm. I don't know. It was really hard. I didn't I, I don't even know how to approach the whole thing because I haven't never... I had never stopped and think about it or, mm. no, that's, that's, mm. <laughs> I don't know. For me, that's why, uh, for me, your podcast has, uh, I'm learning so many things because I didn't know that existed mm-hmm. in my life. Not even, I mean, it's like, wow, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, wow, this is, exists and it's new for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> Do you ever hear things that you're like, oh, I really wish I didn't know that about her? <laughs> I suppose, I mean, it's not that I didn't want to know. Mm. It's, it is that I didn't knew that existed. Mm. Okay. So... But, but do you not, like... Because, I mean, I get the whole, you know, being open about sex and everything, but do you not sometimes just hit very 
like too much detail <laughs> like detail you don't need to be knowing if i'm listening to it i think i i, I am supposed to be no like i actually it. think about this sometimes like how do you because like okay this is actually so awkward for Sh shane and he's gonna hate me for this but like n since you've heard st so much stuff about him and like about our sex life essentially like, do you not sometimes, like, just feel awkward, like, when you actually see him in real life and, like, you know all these things? No. No, I don't think about it. <laughs> I, I really don't. I really don't. Okay, no. okay, okay. Yeah, that, like, that's I know, like, I, 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 I have never watched <laughs> I, I prefer not to, you know, we just, no, 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 I don't think about that part. Mm. I mean. Yeah. It's like thinking your parents making having sex yeah, yeah exactly no? that's what i'm saying i wouldn't want to hear about it i don't want to hear about it like i'm i'm open about sex and stuff but like i just don't need to know the details but, about but my parents make, sex life for you instance you make this this image in your head that your parents never had sex no 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 but and it's, it's ridiculous i mean no but that's not what i'm saying of course i know that that's not true but like i also don't need to be knowing about it and but why, why do you think though? why why do you <laughs> because think, yeah why do you think it's, it's that? so why do like, you think that gross <laughs> why is it gross that's so rude <laughs> no i mean yeah well <laughs> no but it's just certain details about certain people's lives that you don't need to know that's all but i'm saying do you think that you just think that because you, you it's like a societal norm to not know about your parents sex lives like i reckon if everyone just talked about it it wouldn't be like oh that's so gross or whatever i guess because i don't maybe. think there's any like inherent thing about the fact that it's your parents because that's literally how know, you were made i think maybe it's just because it's like a sexual thing and like when you think about sexual things you don't want to be thinking about your parents okay yeah that's you true know? like crossing the line yeah of like sex and parents is a bit much yeah but but it's the same with like knowing about your sex life like i don't want to think about you in a sexual way but yeah. like i still know all the yeah details i guess it's of not sex yeah life. that's true that's true actually that's true okay but so you 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 kind of just block it out yeah, no, w whenever I'm listening to you guys, I'm thinking that it's not you in in many I points. Mm. Like, uh, I'm hearing any podcast and you are telling about your sexual life, like, but I, I don't know you, I don't re relate to you. Uh -huh, uh -huh. That happens very often. So that's easy. Mm. And at the same time, there comes another part that it's that I... I love to listen to you guys because i know i can feel you in a way so i can follow how are you mm -hmm. and that's why i'm hearing you mostly most of the times i don't care maybe what are you saying mm -hmm. or the theme you know maybe the the theme doesn't even interest me mm -hmm. but i just want to listen to you Nothing, no, because no, I mean, no. I'm not curious about yeah. many of them. No, not many. Some, very few, actually, because mm -hmm. then, then I, I like to learn. Mm -hmm. I'm always learning all these types and differences, and, and I'm very interested. Mm -hmm. But sometimes I just listen to hear you, mm -hmm. to see how are you. Mm -hmm. Because the, maybe this is the only way I know how are you. Mm. so That's for true. me it's another another way to to see it mm -hmm. so i can really feel if you are sad or or not or you're struggling with something that's that's the way only to hear you mm -hmm. the way you are talking or if you are interested or or i don't know or your point i i love to see your point of view <laughs> So I'm learning about you in a way, not not in a in a scandalous way or like oh my god I I didn't know, need to know that or mm -hmm. I don't get the details I don't care mm -hmm. yeah I go deeper yeah mm -hmm. okay do yeah, you think you can feel free <laughs> <laughs> to keep on talking <laughs> I will not remember anyway <laughs> do you think since you've moved to the UK. And like since seeing how your kids have kind of talked about sex or like learned about sex, it's changed like 
how you talk to your friends about sex now or like how you talk to like just think about other people's kind of views on sex yes uh, of course no i i want them uh for me it was a huge opportunity for them to be free themselves whoever they choose to be mm-hmm. or and and it was in everything in every way possible so and also for me the opportunity to start asking questions and talking and maybe maybe even in my in my own life no to to explore to discover to i don't know to start loving more my my body myself how i looked or uh loving myself basically mm-hmm. because before i think i was just only for the outside i was totally focused in there was a time that i was focusing my kids and their needs and whatever but with this opening of everything i mean everything i've been able to know myself better and to love myself better Mm -hmm. so yes it changed totally it was Mm -hmm. a huge opportunity it it was like coming to life (laughs) the opportunity to be myself mm-hmm. and to be to be myself to to ask whatever i wanted to ask mm-hmm. and that's that's a gift mm. really. what's different about raising kids in mexico and in london oh, a total difference <laughs> yeah first of all the opportunity uh giving them the opportunities to open their minds mm-hmm. and to starting from religion come on we have many religions and we only knew catholic religion yeah i always say this so, like before i moved to the uk because uh, we went to a catholic school i fully fully <laughs> believed like that the only religions in the world were you could be a catholic or a jew like that those were the options wow and j- being a jew was not good let me tell you like, that's wild yeah and then i moved to the uk and it was like oh Oh, oh, there's so many other things going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I wanted my kids to learn about, to be more tolerant, to not learn that competition is everything, material things, uh, to open up their minds so they can open up the world mm-hmm. in, in everything. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was a life-saving, even for me. Mm-hmm beginning for me i mean the third day i i was living here i felt like i was freedom like freedom i don't have to tell anyone what i'm doing where i'm going it was just like like freedom mm-hmm. and i could think i could say whatever came to mind without any prodigies 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 or anything it was just like wow what i was doing living in this little cage bubble whatever my life totally changed and i came back to life i was living the grief mm-hmm. in in mexico and it wasn't i love mexico but the 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 way we were living and the way the families and the society and everything that how it goes it was killing me Mm. me like like that so here was like wow like an opportunity to become whatever i wanted to do whatever i wanted i mean not not all the compromises that we had with families and friends and all these pretentious whatever i was so fed up Mm -hmm. even with uh coffee mornings in the with the moms oh god talking about maids and and the novels in the tv and all this all this nonsense for Mm -hmm. me was like really empty and really very bad so for me coming to this world that i could do and be whoever i wanted and my kids also to see them grow and read and and really be toler- uh, tolerant with everyone and all these opportunities that just came open mm-hmm. was amazing. It was the best decision in my life. 
so it changed completely. Mm. What do you think the reason was that you felt so just like I don't, I don't know if trapped is the right word. I don't want to like speak for you, <laughs> but <laughs> was it because there's like a set idea of how things should be, like the way you should be a parent or like just be as a woman or what's the yes totally. Reason? I mean, the expectations were very high, mm. and I choose this this life. And I was supposed to be and do and all the things that were expected for me to do, I d- did them. Yeah, you did. I did them. And uh, it was tiring. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and also very empty. There was a point that it was really empty. No, it was nowhere else to, to go or to grow or anything. Mm. I mean... You you get the picture. I mean, you do what you are supposed to do. You you got married. You get the kids. You are the perfect mom, the perfect wife. Everything, you know. I got everything. And for me, changing of a country that all that's why I'm saying I'm. It's freedom. Mm-hmm. It's uh, I was doing what I was supposed to do for all the expectations mm-hmm. that you were got to break outside the mold. Yeah. That's right. So for me, that's why it was the best thing mm-hmm. for, for me and my, and my family. I wanted to raise a family with values, but not that limited. I mean, not that false, all pretentious and I don't know. Or like a facade. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm. So that was the main difference. Mm. Thank you so much to Manscaped for sponsoring Sextras. Yes, we're so excited to be working with them, especially because they really put a lot of focus on men's health and letting them take charge of something that we all know that they often neglect, Mm -hmm. which is, you know, maintenance, grooming. Hygiene. Yeah. Just general (laughs) well-being. (laughs) They're not great at that. But Manscaped is here to save the day. They are indeed. And they have sent us this beautiful performance package 4.0. It comes in this little wash bag and it includes a whole load of goodies to get your mans on the right track. <laughs> We've got the lawnmower 4.0, which uses skin safe technology. It has ceramic blade, so it just prevents all those ingrown hairs, any nicks and cuts. And it has a little LED light so you can see what you're doing. Yeah, it's really cool. And then you can go in with the Crop Preserver, which is a ball deodorant. Right after that with the Crop Reviver, which is a ball toner. And these are basically just going to prevent irritation, any redness, again, those ingrown hairs. And on top of that, just have everything smelling incredible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then to make sure you can smell how beautiful it smells, we've got the Weed Whacker 4.0, which again uses that skin safe technology. It's a nose and ear hair trimmer just to get it all nice and tidy in there. You know, sometimes there's just like that little stray hair and you just you hyperfixate on that when you're talking to men just carry one of these around with you so you'll never be distracted from the wise words of men ever again and wrap your perfectly groomed balls in these super soft anti-chafing boxes and yeah it just all comes in this little wash bag it's absolutely incredible so go to manscaped.com and use code sexus20 at checkout for 20% off and free shipping that's 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com with the code sexus20 go check, check it out. out and what what's it been like to raise four kids Four kids is a lot. <laughs> That's another podcast <laughs> <laughs> completely <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because you, you've been mum, a mum now for 23 years. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so yeah, what's it been like raising four kids? It's been amazing. I mean, it's been amazing to see them grow and so independent and so their own. They are so, you are so different. So I learn from you every day. 
and it's been amazing but but not um i think i i changed the way i might be before i thought maybe i was my happiness was depending on you guys a hundred percent and i don't know uh changed completely because now i know that my happiness it's it's my own mm-hmm. and uh that you are individuals and you are your own by your own that i'm just uh sharing the space and just uh company in your own lives but mm-hmm. i can't do anything for you guys so that changed a lot on this this decisions and changes make me think differently and live differently and it is it's amazing <laughs> so <laughs> it's been amazing have having this task to raise these four kids but uh but now it's it's more exciting to see mm. them go and let them go also <laughs> that's another thing but uh yeah to let them go and grow and see see their own lives that i i mean i'm happy to share but mm. not to impose or to to say they will leave whatever i didn't leave at all mm. so that's really that's really something adventurous and exciting to watch so yeah i'm happy <laughs> but with raising four kids and you know how you were saying that before you had this idea of like happiness coming from us rather than from yourself and whatever. How have you been able to, or how have you found a way to sort of live your own life and be your own person outside of just being mum? Mm-hmm. And like, have you ever felt in your life like you were just mum and you weren't, there wasn't, like you weren't there, it was, you were just mm-hmm. a mum, you know? Because having four kids, I can Yeah. Imagine. No, yes, of course, of course. All, yes, and all these things, if I have a profession or I'm something else or that's why I was confusing a bit my happiness or depending on you on you all the time. Mm. But when I realized that no one, no one can can not even your dad or nothing, nothing that your happiness is yourself, mm-hmm. you're doing. So everything changes i mean everything everything looks different and it's it's been a journey it's mm. not it's not it's not like from one day to another you find out or you realize it's just like finding yourself and then losing yourself again from time to time it's losing yourself and finding you yourself again and a lot of a lot of work inside mm-hmm. and and trying to love yourself in a way and that love yourself in every little thing that you do mm-hmm. and being trying to be present i i don't know very simple with speaking with your heart uh following your more your intuition than your mind all these things like really flow and and trust that mm. that kind of thing but it's a personal journey I will say, how do you do? I get, I got there. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, when I started to look at myself instead of outside, I start my journey. I suppose, or I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it, and it's ups and downs. It's not the same all the time. There are days that are you are more low and you are more affected of everything that it's happening. But generally and lately, it's more. I can I can observe in myself where I'm down or up, but but it's more my I'm observing myself. I'm curious mm-hmm. also of how I react, and I'm working about not reacting. Actually, observing what is happening and what it really feels right, and trusting that instinct that uh, for many many years I didn't. Mm-hmm. More my intuition and and try to quiet my mind. Mm-hmm. Because it tricks me a lot. Yes. So I'm trying to break all these old ways that you are supposed to be doing. Tune, 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 like a mm-hmm. no. And just to shut these expectations 
that are coming coming all the time mm-hmm. and well i'm keep i'm still in that in that, in that path <laughs> do you think that's kind of changed because when i first met you you were like very catholic and like now you're kind of more spiritual if that's yes. how i don't know how you would describe yourself but yeah no well when when you get to a place that you don't know mm-hmm. you stay with what you know mm-hmm. no at the beginning it was like that i was always really more spiritual than catholic mm-hmm. let's say to follow the the rules of the catholic church yeah more like that even i i wasn't i didn't agree never agree for for many many rules of the catholic church mm-hmm. i was always like really a more rebel but it was more uh, a spiritual and an inside thing mm-hmm. and uh the way for me to get there or my security was with these rituals let's say mm-hmm. rituals of of going to mass and and doing all these rules or these little things that make your make sense mm-hmm. and when whenever you feel more secure you start uh, searching meaning in many different things and for for them and for us it was the only structure that we knew yeah so at least it's not a way of controlling but a way of like putting right. together mm. this this was uh it makes sense when we we just got here to keep on doing what we were doing because mm. it felt secure yeah. for us and that's a big change because when when we arrive here it's just like uh you just you just have your family mm-hmm. to hold on you i left my friends my family whatever everything but but what happens as, is that your family becomes your rock mm-hmm. i mean and the because they were little also the best way we found to do that was to follow keep on following but we changed from the catholic to the to the church of england that was really dif- different mm-hmm. and uh, slowly we we loosen up and then we became really mad spiritual in another way so mm-hmm. yeah but i suppose we had it in in us in, uh, yeah. since the beginning because it was your your Eve dad was, was yeah <laughs> yeah uh, your dad was worse than my family. Oh yeah, bringing. my dad was like really, <gasps> very really bad. religious when my parents got married. That in itself was like kind of part of that journey of kind of breaking down the expectations of oh, yes. what you had to fulfill and stuff like that. Oh yes, and and every time we we went back, we were going. I mean, we were going off the rack every time. Every return was more difficult and more difficult to fit in. Mm. And right now, it's practically impossible. I mean... No, now they have like a whole new group yeah. of friends. I mean, they're saying every time we go to Mexico, <laughs> it's harder to fit in. But from our perspective, it's every time they go to Mexico, they make more cuckoo, like, <laughs> spiritual friends. Yeah, yeah but it's just they like come up with a found home. your people. <laughs> yeah. Like before, it was like you can't fit in with like who who you were used to before. But like now, it's just a new kind of yes perspective. Very different. You don't fit in anymore. Uh-huh. Mm. I mean, you have so much differences. Things have and changed you so much, you yeah. will never stop loving those people. Mm-hmm. Never. I mean, my friends sustain me a lot. I mean, and I have practically my same friends since I got here, mm-hmm. but uh, but we change. So all these differences start going and growing. So life separates you. Mm-hmm. In, and the people that are not supposed to be near you, they leave. Mm-hmm. In, not in a bad way, because we still love them and see them from time to time. Yeah. But it's not nothing that you can really share from your day by day mm-hmm. and and lately for me at least is is day by day the most important thing is what i'm doing today 
mm-hmm. and I'm trying to keep on on this path, but it's it's more difficult to to keep those yeah. connections going. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. I I get that. I think we, you know, I, everyone feels that to some extent, and I feel yeah. like, of course, if there's a whole culture in between you, yeah. essentially. Um, <laughs> yeah, things no, become I a little bit more. <laughs> but yeah, what what has it been like to be married for so long? To have been with someone for so long? It's been a great adventure. <laughs> yes, because you never stop. Uh, I mean, and how your father changed? How that changed? Oh my God, it's just mm. another person totally. So it's a surprise every day. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. It's fun to be to be discovering and knowing mm-hmm. uh, this person every day. It's an adventure every day. Every day that I wake up is just like a choice. Mm-hmm. I choose to be here if I'm, I mean, and I'm happy. <laughs> I'm choosing every day to to keep on being here. Mm-hmm. And, and because we really learn how to connect and to to communicate now so it's more exciting every day just to just to see a different people every day even if you you think you know him you don't because you are not supposed i mean i'm i'm in this stage that i'm not supposing anything mm-hmm. he's very surprising and he's so different from the beginning mm-hmm that I'm very excited to know him every day. I'm curious and not bored. I suppose if I get bored someday or... <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. We'll change. But, uh, but really, it's a, a really a choice you make. I think marriage and or staying with someone, even if it's not marriage, mm-hmm. it's a choice you have to do every day. Mm-hmm. And it's a work you do every day. Mm-hmm. It's not for granted at all. And also it's a, a choice you have to, to ask yourself if you are really happy or not really happy. And there are going to be days that you hate him. Mm-hmm. And there are days that you really love him and days that you don't want to even look at him. Or <laughs> It's everything, but it's uh, freedom, mm-hmm. liberty. That's, that's what I think we are in this point, that we have this freedom to to have this choice mm. but it's it's a a choice you do for yourself not for for not in the direction of the other person if mm-hmm. the other person is gonna feel good or not no mm-hmm. no no you really need to ask yourself if you are happy mm-hmm. and maybe it could pass two days and you don't speak to him or you know i don't know and it's it, and nothing happens i mean it's okay <laughs> it's okay yes and uh, with more communication every day because for us it's been a big journey of communication that was our worst thing to 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 be but i think we're doing fine mm-hmm. so yeah <laughs> Okay, well, maybe we should kind of finish by, like, I'm curious if there's any advice you would give to, like, your younger self. Because you were saying how Mm. you, like, really internalized all of these ideas of, like, and you were always falling in love, you know? (laughs) So how, like, what would you tell your younger self now from what you've learned? And also, what would you tell us or, like, people our age that are listening? I think follow your heart, always follow your heart, follow your instincts, trust your instincts and and do what your hearts tell you. Never go for the expectations that someone else have from exactly. for you or or I think that that's that was something that i I would love to hear, maybe mm-hmm. Of that, of of trust yourself, trust what your heart is telling you, and just go with it. Even if if you if you make a mistake, it's your mistake, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you will learn always from it. 
always, even if it's a bad thing or a good thing, and everything is in your mind, and it's not, you can create whatever you want. Mm -hmm. Nothing can tell you what to live or who to love or no one. Mm -hmm. The only one that knows is you. And be, show up, show up every time. It doesn't matter, show up for you. Show up for you always. You are the most important thing. No one, no guy, no dad, no no one, no friend, no one. Show up for you. And that will make the difference. Mm. I think that's the most important thing you could do. And always try to be here now. It's only the thing that exists. Nothing else. Yeah with joy and, and everything that comes, even the worst things, I think uh, happen. everything happens for a reason. And you have always have uh, something to learn from every situation, every. Just make, just have the guts of, of trust and be, uh, be responsible for, for your thoughts, for your feelings, for everything. And everything will be perfectly fine. Mm -hmm. Nothing worse can happen if you really trust your heart. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Do you have any questions for us? Hmm. One, one of your questions was, was that what, why it was important for me to talk, you, talk to you when you were 15 about oh yes we our... didn't even talk about this at all no but no <laughs> no I, I i just wanted i was i am curious to know if for you what how did i did <laughs> yeah because so, yeah you know the answer so basically basically <laughs> yeah so I said that I don't remember talking about sex very much, you know, growing up. But but when I was 15, me and my mom went on this trip to Budapest, just us two. And she told me, like, all about her ex-boyfriends, like, her past relationships. Kind of like her story of, like, love and sex and relationships up until, like, she married my dad, essentially. So how did you do... I mean, I remember, like, that was the first time that I ever, like, saw my mum as, like, other than just my mum, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I saw her as, like, an actual person that had a life <laughs> before everything and, you know, had experienced things and whatever. <laughs> so, I don't know. I have a very good memory of it. I do feel like it. I do remember it as this, like conversation that opened up a lot of like oh okay this is okay if I talk to my mom about this and like it's okay if I want to talk about this so you did very well I, I would say <laughs> um, it worked <laughs> you see that's why no. it's important for me it was important for me mm. I mean I, I was asking her about this yesterday why like she sort of decided to do this and she was saying a little bit like well I, I didn't really know like I still found it awkward to like talk about and like I didn't know what to say or how to bring it up so I felt like talking about my experiences is a good way of opening mm -hmm. that door up and yeah. it is really true like when you don't know you know it's that's like a really good way to sort of like invite a conversation from someone like open up about your yeah. version of you know the events or whatever yeah. and then that it opens up that door for sure and like i really felt like that door was open so yeah i wanted to <laughs> yes always to break that that thing mm. and the only way you can do it is talking about you mm. and if if you always talk about you and your feelings everything will open up Mm -hmm. yeah with others and uh, this this kind of conversations this deep conversation that you want to have mm -hmm. if you open up first because that's the only thing you know yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no if you start asking you will not get nowhere <laughs> nowhere it's just like freezing <laughs> but if you start talking about you about deep issues or 
or what was for you or that's why I love to hear you mm. because you are talking about you and that's the best way to know someone and to open up to someone mm -hmm. I don't know why I did it like that but I think it was the best way and remember that we started saying with questions I ask you one question and you ask me one and but you have to be true oh yes you have to to say the truth uh -huh. so we started with really light questions and then at the end we're really <laughs> wait, wait, yeah. was this when you were dating no it was before it was oh, before. before but it was when I liked her definitely because I remember I posted a picture from that trip and she liked it and I was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think I told you about it Yeah, did you know that they were dating? I ask you, no, I ask you, I ask you if you, if you were still a virgin. And no, and then, no, first I ask you if you like someone. And I ask you, then after, I ask you if it was a boy and a girl. And you got very nervous and said, you didn't say, you said, because you had the chance to say maybe or not, you know, like kind of that. Or I don't want to, I, wa I don't want to answer. Uh -huh. I like, and you told me, <laughs> <laughs> and then you told me another, another guy, but I don't remember the name. And then you, you, you didn't say a girl, but you, you imply it in a way. Okay. I make the right questions, I mm -hmm. think, but, uh, yeah, you were pretty and your face was, <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god oh no 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 she she didn't really no she didn't really accept the fact mm -hmm. but she didn't deny it okay. so i was starting to make i my yeah your connections yes. yeah i love how she thought she was being so sly <laughs> and secretive oh, <laughs> i'm actually the worst person I haven't, you know, been crushing on someone in so long. Like, it's been so long that I've been in a relationship that it's like, I just forget how bad it is. Like, I get so extra. Like, I get so obsessed. But yeah. anyway. Yeah, this is what I've been saying this whole time. This whole time. I swear I say it all the time. And you're like, no, but you, honey, you're so obsessive. Blah, 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 blah. And it's like, no, no, no. I think you've just forgotten. No, she's very dramatic. Yeah. And passionate. She's like, oh, oh, oh. dying. That's so funny that I lied. Like, because I, I definitely liked her at that point. Because I fully remember the thing about the Instagram picture. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> But thank you so much for coming on, Ma. Yeah, thank you so much. You're welcome. Did you enjoy it more than <laughs> yes. you expected? Okay, good. Okay. Good. And nice. thank you for your your words of wisdom. Yes. <laughs> no, for, for no, your words of wisdom. I, I learn every day from you guys. Oh, no. No, oh, really. Okay. Yes. But yeah, I mean, thank you so much for listening, guys. And I hope you liked listening to my mum mm -hmm. and you got to meet her lucky yeah. you guys <laughs> but don't forget that we are gonna be having a meetup on the 25th of june and that's gonna be from 1 p.m onwards in hyde park mm -hmm. and you can catch all that information in our instagram that's sextress podcast and it's also on our facebook which is also sextress podcast tiktok mm -hmm. sextress podcast reddit sextress podcast And on the website, you can also find everything that we talk about, all mm -hmm. our episodes. It's all categorized. That's www.sexwithpodcast.com. And mm -hmm. anything else, honey? Make sure to go check out our sponsors. Oh, episodes. absolutely. And please leave us a rating as it's near the end of the season we would love a little present you can leave <laughs> us a rating on apple podcasts or spotify now i think yeah. so yeah go do that and other than that we will see you next. for our last episode of the season the last episode next tuesday bye, bye. 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 You've been listening to Sextras, presented by Honey Jane Wyatt and Maria Jose Hayodatiyi. 
produced by Mabel Productions. Yes.